Queen, how's it going? Welcome back to the Note to Self podcast. I thought that it would be a great idea to do an episode every single day until Christmas. And then I got my second COVID jab. I know, I try to avoid using the C-bomb in these podcasts, but I just had to tell you why I didn't follow through with the vibe of daily podcasts until Christmas. I've been feeling the worst like I've ever felt and you know I'm so dramatic but oh my god I actually couldn't cope like I thought I was going to be invincible I thought like so the first job that I got was literally just like I don't know like I got a bit of a dead arm do you know what I mean it was nothing dramatic and then like a week later I got really bad covid arm and everyone was saying well so I spoke so everyone I basically you know that Instagram is my doctor, so I obviously did a poll to basically ask whether I was going to die or not, and half of you said I was going to die, the other half were like, stop being a baby, you're fine. And then I consulted an NHS, like, this lady who was like, one of the head people at 111, I don't know, she connections for a friend, and she was like, oh my god, it looks like cellulitis, which I thought, you know, logically, you'd think cellulite on my arm, huh? no, 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 like cellulitis is, I don't know, something that's quite a big deal that if you don't like go to the hospital and get sorted immediately, then it could be like amputation station. Do you know what I mean? And I was thinking as much as I don't use my left arm much, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need it at some point. So I should probably go and like, you know, make sure I don't get it amputated. Um, turns out was being dramatic, shock. In fact, I wasn't being dramatic, but everyone else was. So anyway, I basically put off getting my second one because it was traumatic. (laughs) Honestly, I need to just get a grip, really, don't I? But anyway, so I put off getting the second one. And then, I don't know, everyone was nagging me. And I feel like, I'm going to be honest, here's my stance. You do you. Like, I just don't care. But everyone was kicking off at me, telling me to get it. So I got my second jab like two days before Christmas, which is a stupid idea, three days, four days, can't remember, but anyway, whenever the last podcast episode was, literally that night, or that afternoon, I went and got the jab, and then, oh mama, I've been so poorly, like, so poorly, um, so everything else went to shit, really, to be quite honest with you, so, yeah, I'm so sorry about me, I wish that I had done daily podcasts up until Christmas, I wish that I'd have kept my promise, But here we are doing a final episode before Christmas Day. So it's currently Christmas Eve. I'm feeling a little bit sassier than I have done the last couple of days. Like, honestly, if you saw me, in fact, I did go on Instagram, so hopefully you did see me. I don't know if you can hear the rain. I'm out for a walk. Um, But if you saw me that day, you'd have been like, well, have you been hit by a bus? And the answer would have been yes, because it feels like it. Okay, I'm going to stop being sassy now, I promise, because we should be full of festive cheer. And I actually am. This is the first day, like, this whole year that I have felt like a festive little elf. So I'm really pleased with myself. I'm going to get run over. So I'm really pleased with myself. But anyway, on to... This isn't a Christmas special, Joe. Stop being dramatic. But I am going to answer a bunch of your Christmas-related questions. Um, But the first thing that I wanted to kind of, I guess, cover, because you're going to see, you've probably already seen 
a lot of people on Instagram giving you permission to eat, saying, you deserve to eat, so I'm giving you that permission. No, bitch. You're supposed to give yourself permission. And I just want the next, well, forever, for the whole of your life, I want you to be at a point where you don't need to wait for somebody else to say that it's okay for something to be okay. I want you to be able to take responsibility for your actions. I want you to be able to, you know, get yourself to a point where you can make decisions for yourself, where you don't need somebody checking over what you're doing or telling you, you can do this, you can do that, or you need to do this, you need to do that. That's not what life's about. Like, you are literally the main character of your life. So start acting like it. Like, make decisions for yourself. Take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your happiness. And stop waiting for permission from anybody else to do the things that you want to do. If you want to eat the entire world tomorrow, you do you, boo. If you want to be little bit more reserved in your food choices while still having fun with family and friends you do you boo like I'm not going to give you permission because you need to give yourself permission um so that was point number one point number two is please 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 take photos of your family make memories with your family don't hold back on doing anything because you don't feel confident enough or because you don't feel good enough or because you don't feel cute enough or slim enough or whatever it may be like there has been too many years that have gone by where you haven't taken that photo or been in that video or I don't know like let somebody film you opening a present that they were really excited to give you you know things like that you are actively holding back on making incredible memories just because you don't feel cute enough and like, that's not good enough anymore, gal. Do you know what I mean? That's not good enough. Are you joking? On like, I don't know, say you're 70 years old, right? And you are like, you've lived your entire life and you're looking back at old memories. Do you want to have zero things to be able to look back on? Do you want to be able to scroll through old family albums and be like, oh my God, I remember that. Or like, oh my God, yeah, I remember when so-and-so bought me that gift. Like that was so thoughtful. Like you're not going to have those memories you're not going to be able to, I don't know, say your nan and granddad are finally able to come for Christmas this year. I mean, mine aren't because it's, you know, it's just a little bit too dangerous to be thankful for them. And that, it, like, it breaks my heart because it could be like the last Christmas. But if you've got your family there, if you've got your friends there, if you've got, I don't know, your dog there, make memories. Like, make memories, keep them forever and really own this Christmas because like, I don't know if this year and last year has taught us anything. It's that, like, man, we can't afford to wait to be happy. We can't afford to like not make those memories just because we don't feel cute enough. We can't afford that. We have to do it. So yeah, that's what I want you to do. I came under a bus shelter because I thought the rain might annoy you, but now I feel like the echo might annoy you more. So I'm having a bit of a mare really. But hey ho, here we go. Ho ho ho. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are the two points that I really just wanted to make straight away before we even get into the questions and just the other struggles that you might be facing. But like make memories, take photos, be in videos, like create 
your happiness this Christmas because you fully deserve it and give yourself the permission to do, eat, drink, whatever you want, like whatever you want. Don't feel like you're going to be judged for having an extra pig and blanket. I don't know, whatever it is, like you're sitting at the table and that pig and blanket is just sitting there and you're like, I really want it, but you don't have it just because you think, I don't know, your sister might judge you for eating it when she knows that you're trying to lose weight. I know that that's going through your mind. I know that that's stressing you out. I know that that's making you feel really guilty and really anxious about the next day or even the next week. You know, no man's land. <laughs> the like weird week of the year where like nobody really knows what day it is. Nobody really knows what's going on. I'm fearful about this rain situation. I feel like you're totally going to hear it. But anyway, right. Let's get on with some questions because I promised you I would answer them for you. So here we go. Question one. I just I just opened up my um, photo. What's it called? Like the photo app? No. Albums. Photo album app. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just opened that up and it was a nude of myself. Not really a nude, just a progress photo. But that just popped up and surprised me. So hey you. Um, oh, side note. This is such a side note. And like... I'll probably talk about this in more depth, but you know, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about scale weight. Well, I did my progress photos today and I looked at just like my progress and where I'm at and my stats and all that sort of jazz. And I realized that from January, so in January, the start of this year, I was, um, do I want to tell you my weight? Because it is kind of irrelevant, but basically my weight is the exact same weight that I was in January of this year, so a whole 12 months ago. And it is the same when I hopped on this morning, exactly the same to the point, like it was XX.9, right? Oh, 0.6, I lied, sorry, 0.6. Not that it matters. <laughs> and, but I look dramatically different and my waistline is 10 centimeters smaller than it was at the start of the year. So if that, I don't know, gives you any sort of Christmas cheer, let it be that scale weight means absolutely nothing and that you shouldn't get hung up on it because you can make incredible changes without losing a single pound or with the weight fluctuating day to day, week to week, month to month even. Um, you know, I'm definitely not the lowest scale weight I've been, but I'm definitely not the highest over the course of the 12 months. But yeah, I just thought, just thought I'd throw that little little nugget in there <laughs> anyway right my phone is getting upsettingly wet right now it's a good job iphone's waterproof right someone please tell me that they're waterproof because i just spent a grand and a half on this crap phone okay anyway should we get into the first question okay so first question is and in fact basically all of these questions come round come down to like this first one but I'm going to answer them all anyway. So, first question. Sorry if I'm sniffling and stuff. Um, and, yeah, shock, you can hear the cars going by, I'm sure. But, first question. How not to feel guilty or overwhelmed by Christmas plans and food? So, there's going to be a lot of food guilt around this time of year. I talk very often about feeling guilty around food. Um, and just relationships with food in one form or another. But the key, and I think a lot of it actually stems down 
to looking at the moral value of food and trying to remove it from your life. And um, that's really difficult because the likelihood is you spent your whole life thinking of foods as good and bad, you know, counting things as points or sins or even, you know, calories to an extent. Sometimes you look at something and you go, oh my God, that's so many calories. Or, oh my God, that's so high in fat or so high in carbs or so high in sugar. And we tend to demonize certain foods, you know, no carbs before marbs and all this sort of stuff. We demonize certain foods, you know, all I have to tell you is chocolate, I don't know, cupcakes and donuts and you'll immediately think bad food and then if I said broccoli brussels sprouts I think of any other lettuce (laughs) you'll immediately go good food but actually what's to say you can't have both what's to say you can't marry the two together why is one food bad and one food good yes there are different qualities to your foods So, you know, it might be more handy to have a lot of lower calorie, higher volume foods in your diet. That doesn't mean that you can't have the others. Goes back a little bit to that all or nothing mindset of like, I don't know, if I have one thing that isn't super duper healthy, then I'm a failure. But actually the best diet you will ever do is the one where you can marry all of the foods that you love together, all of the healthful foods together, and all of the foods that are, you know, delicious, but maybe not so nutritious together. That's the gig. That's, that's, the, that's the healthiest diet you can have. The healthiest. Regardless of what anyone tells you, you know, you've spent your life scrolling Instagram, reading news articles, reading like catfish, kind of like, what's the word? I guess cherry picked documentaries and um, what are they called? Like, You know, when someone posts like a blog post or goes on friggin' this morning and starts talking about crap, like all of these um, people that tell you that any food is good or bad are liars. How do they know? They don't know. A donut might be really actually brilliant for you. It might be exactly what you need, especially if you're the sort of person that is leaning more into that clean, gross eating vibe where you think that you have to like eat purely clean foods and by clean foods it's like healthful foods to be healthy that person to improve their relationship with food and to improve their overall diet and lifestyle might benefit from eating more donuts some people might benefit from eating less donuts it's not very festive let's let's move that to mince pies someone might benefit from eating more mince pies someone might benefit from eating less mince pies But at the end of the day, no foods are good and bad. If we stop putting them into these categories, you're going to feel so much more relaxed around food. You're going to feel so much more in control of your eating habits and just your day in general. Like Christmas day, let's think about it. If you're sitting there and you're avoiding the... Sorry, I'm trying to stop every time there's a car. And try and cut it out, but I'm probably not going to end up cutting it out. (laughs) If you're sitting there at the dinner table and you've got mince pies to the left of you, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with food. Um, You've got (laughs) mince pies, you've got celebrations. You're sitting there, they're winking at you. You can't eat them. Nope, not allowed. They're bad food. How stressed are you going to be? How likely on a scale of one to 10 
you're going to eat the entire pack. So likely. Because you can't have it. It's not allowed. It's bad food. And do you know what? We all love a bad boy. So that's the gig. That's where you're at right now. I just walked. Bearing in mind, this whole thing's been pretty PG, right? I've just walked past two men as I turned a corner and said, we all love a bad boy. Oh man, they're going to think I'm on some weird phone call. Maybe they're going to think I'm like, not those people, like cool girls. They're going to think I'm a cool girl. No, hun, I'm just talking about food. <laughs> Shock, story of my life. But if we can remove that attachment to good and bad foods, you're going to feel so much more relaxed. You're already, if you just remove a couple of rules for yourself, you're going to feel so much better about going into Christmas going into any social event, going into any meal, any takeaway, anything, without having that like restriction, that control, the over control, the fear around food. Immediately that weight is lifted. And guess what? Sometimes when you do that, it immediately just makes you not really want it. Like one of my clients, I think I've said this before on a couple of the podcasts, maybe on Thrivemas, but one of my clients, she got a celebration box. No, selection. I always get those two words mixed up. She got celebration. No, I've done it again. Selection box. You know what I mean? She got one of those. She got one of those for Christmas, right? From work. And it was sitting on the desk all day. It wasn't winking at her. It wasn't, you know, calling out to her. It wasn't giving her that like, oh my God, I feel so out of control. I need to eat it, but I can't, I can't, I can't. Restrict, restrict, restrict. And then boom, she eats the whole thing. She said, usually, any other year, that would be on her desk. It'd be gone in seconds, seconds. This year, she was like, Joe, I could take it or leave it. I don't even care. I don't really want it. I might want it later. If I do, cool, I'll have it. But actually, I don't really care for it. And that's how removing moral values around food makes you feel. Makes you feel so powerful. Because it means that you don't have that scarcity mindset around it oh my god well if I don't eat it now it's not going to be there of course it is if you don't eat that 12 it's going to be there 12 what a terrible choice of chocolate I mean it is actually great and I dipped one in tea the other day that's why I'm thinking about it but it's definitely not the best chocolate you could have chosen but those celebrations will be there you don't have to eat them straight away might have been I think I spoke about this as well when I was younger if I didn't eat that last Yorkshire pudding my brother would so I had to eat it because I was like, no, if I don't eat it, someone else will. You're not in that place anymore. You're not in that position as well where like, if you don't finish everything on your plate, you get told off. All of these rules that we've got around food stem from when we were younger, stem from years and years and years of people telling us certain things were true. But the good news is you're an adult and you can make your own decisions now. And you can say, actually, do you know what? I don't want that. Or actually, yeah, I'm going to have that. Whichever decision you make make that decision actively make it and don't feel guilty about it I know that's so easy to say and much harder to do but if you can start actively making your own decisions and actively saying to yourself no I deserve to be able to make this decision I deserve to be able to have whatever I want I deserve to be able to fuel my body with nutrients and give myself some stuff that makes me feel good you know the chocolate that's what makes you feel good let's be real you don't eat that for nutrients. You can get your magnesium or whatever from other things. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you're in a position right now where even just having the 
tub of celebrations is freaking you out and it's making you super anxious, ask yourself why. Because say you have, I don't know, 10 celebrations. What is that in the grand scheme of things? What's that going to do? You're not going to gain a stone from that. You're not going to gain a pound from that. Like the reality is whatever you eat, whatever you eat, like, and I'm not joking. If you ate 8,000 calories on Christmas day, which I guarantee you won't, if you ate 8,000 calories on Christmas day, what's that going to do? Nothing. If you stay consistent for the rest of the year, what you do at Christmas doesn't make any difference. It's a day, mate. A week max. Say you overconsume for an entire week. Cool. Fine. Good. Hope you really bloody enjoyed it. Problem is you're not enjoying it when you're doing it. Because what you're doing is feeling guilty every single time you eat anything. Doesn't matter what it is. You beat yourself up for it when you put it in your mouth every single time. So at Christmas, that's magnified. It's even worse. You make yourself feel like utter crap for it. Because you're telling yourself you can't do it. You're telling yourself it's bad. You're telling yourself you're a terrible person. But the good news is, you're not. You're not. Unless you stole it from a little kid. In which case, you are a bad person. You should probably give them back. But you didn't. Because you listen to this podcast. And only fabulous people listen to this podcast. You know what I mean? Unless you're Mike's boyfriend. In which case, hey honey. Hope you're doing disgustingly average. Um... (laughs) God, I'm being so stuffy today. But, yeah, so the, the, the overwhelming kind of thing when it comes to feeling guilty around Christmas and around the foods that you're eating is splitting foods into good and bad and making it feel like it's wrong to be able to eat those foods. Christmas is supposed to be a time where you can enjoy making memories with family and friends Sometimes that will include food. And you know what, hun? Sometimes it doesn't. And another narrative you might be kind of feeding yourself is the idea that Christmas is supposed to be a time when you eat in excess. And that doesn't have to be true either. Because remember, I said a minute ago, you create your own reality. You can write your own story. You can write your own narrative. You're in control. You can tell yourself whatever you want to be true. Like, I know that sounds a bit airy-fairy, but it's so helpful to be able to give yourself that permission to say, I can do this, I can do that, I can eat what I want. I don't have to feel guilty for eating something that won't actually make any difference in the grand scheme of things. If you spend the next two days overeating in excess, guess what? Nothing happens. Like, I'm not joking. I know you're like, yeah, 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 but I'll actually gain loads of weight. No, you won't. You might gain loads of weight on the scales. That won't be fat. It'll be scale weight. And at the start of this podcast, I literally told you scale weight means nothing. It means nothing. If you don't believe me, go and listen to the podcast I posted about scale weight. Couldn't tell you what number it was. I'm going to pluck a number out for now. Seven? (laughs) I don't know. It's probably not seven. most definitely not seven because if I did guess that right that is crazy it's a one in 15 chance that it could be number seven highly doubt that's true I'm gonna be honest you're probably hearing so much rain but yeah you have to give yourself full unconditional permission to eat and then actively make that decision 
whether you want it or whether you don't want it. You can base that off of a number of different things. Will it make me happy to eat this food? Am I hungry for this food? Is this food going to be nutritiously dense for me to fuel myself for the next, I don't know, couple of hours? If not, will I enjoy it anyway? Is it going to be better for me to have this than not have it right now? Am I just going to want it later? Am I doing this out of restriction? Or am I doing this because I really just don't want it right now? Ask yourself those questions. Make the decision. Own the decision. Take responsibility for the decision. And take away the judgment. Stop adding shit on top of shit. You don't need to. You don't need to. Your life is supposed to be enjoyed in whatever way, shape or form that looks good for you. Your life is supposed to be enjoyed. You're not supposed to live life fearing Christmas, fearing food, fearing every single social occasion you go out on just in case you, I don't know, slip up and eat a cupcake. Who cares? You're allowed to. You're allowed to have any food at all, whatever food you want. When you find that peace around food, it is very, very difficult to add judgment to it very difficult as soon as you find that peace as soon as you find that happiness as soon as you find as soon as you remove that fear of eating any food whatsoever a lot of us it's around chocolate and cakes and sweet stuff as soon as you remove that then you go oh do you know what i can have this and it won't be the end of the world it won't be a catastrophe it won't be the worst thing i ever did we've done worse things than eat food a lot of us have done worse things than eat food <laughs> And once you can remove that, things like this, things like Christmas, things like social events, drinking alcohol, having fun with your family and friends around food, feels so much funner. And that's what it's all about, right? You're not going to these events just to eat food. You're going to these events to enjoy your time with family and friends, to let your hair down a little bit, to make some memories. You're not doing it because you want to eat food. Sometimes you are. But most of the time you're doing it because you want to eat food because you've been restricting food so much that this is your cheeky little blowout. You know, it's your it's your once in a blue moon opportunity to get all of that food you've been missing out on in. But when you remove good and bad foods, when you diet without the restriction so much, when you find what Carly found, I feel like I just proper toot Carly's trumpet all the time. I'm going to get her on the podcast because... I think it's important to be able to share her experience with you because she is inspiring AF. But when you do what Carly did, when you get to that place and you can lose fat or be healthy or maintain this sort of lifestyle without the restriction, life gets better. You don't fear foods anymore. You don't overeat because you've undereaten. You don't overconsume because you've restricted. You don't need a blowout. You don't have those events where you just, you know, go, go in ham on all of the food and all of the drink because it doesn't feel like that anymore. Yeah, sure. Like you can still overconsume on calories from a science perspective, from a scientific point of view, but it doesn't feel like that so much. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, I've blown it. Oh my God, I've messed up. Oh my God, I failed. I've got to start again. Just feels like that was super fun. Let's crack on with my life now. Imagine how like freeing that is. Imagine how liberating that feels to just be like, yeah, I had a great Christmas. That was insane. That was amazing. I had so much fun. I ate so much fabulous food. 
I don't know, I danced with my family all night. I took loads of photos. We opened loads of gifts together. We had an amazing time. Now I'm going to carry on doing the things that make me feel good. And the things that make you feel good, usually actually, when you start on this journey, and, and this isn't an overnight thing, so telling you on Christmas Eve isn't handy, but telling you Christmas Eve for next Christmas Eve might be handy because you need to start implementing it now because it's not going to take days. It's not going to take weeks. It's not going to take months. It'll take years. If you think about it, how many years have you been telling yourself that chocolate is bad for you and broccoli is good for you? How many times have you started a diet and said, right, none of this, none of that. I'm going to only eat salads. How many times have you done that? How many times have you only gone for a run when you're trying to lose weight or only gone to the gym when you're trying to lose weight or only ate salads when you're trying to lose weight or only ate vegetables when you're trying to lose weight? How many times have you done that just because you know it will actually make you feel really good to feed your body with the nutrients it needs? Never. Right? Never. Same. I didn't. I was always like, eh, I'll only get salad if I'm being good, if I'm being on it, if I'm trying to lose weight. But actually, so much of being healthy and being happy and being confident and living a healthier lifestyle is about making those decisions to fuel yourself with some really, you know, nutritious foods and also sprinkle the foods that you love in there every so often. That's what makes you feel the greatest. But then there's no restriction on either side. You know, you're either completely eating, I don't know, everything under the sun except salad. You're restricting your salad. You're restricting your nutrients. You're restricting your vegetables. You're restricting water, probably. <laughs> or you go the other end. You restrict all of the foods that you love and you only drink water. You only eat vegetables. You only eat salads. Until, guess what? You don't. You go back to the other one. It's that all or nothing again. I feel like I've rambled on this point for so long, but it's the most important thing around Christmas is being able to find that happiness in what you're eating, not feel guilty for it, not feel like it's a bad thing or like you're a bad person for it. Remove the guilt, remove the shame, remove the judgment and just enjoy it. You can eat what you want. Like it really won't make any difference. Like genuinely, it won't. And you know what, if it does, say by some miracle or some, I don't know what the word is for that, but by some miracle you do happen to gain, I don't know, a few kilos of fat, which by the way, the likelihood of you actually gaining fat, not just scale weight, carbs, water, salt, bloating, food volume, the likelihood of you actually gaining fat is minimal. But say you did, say you ate 15,000 calories on Christmas day, cool. Was that the worst thing that could have happened? Was it? The worst thing that could happen is that you gained a few kilos of fat, a kilo of fat, a pound of fat. You gained a pound of fat whilst you're making some incredible memories of your family. I don't think that's the worst thing that could have happened. I think it's one of the best things that can happen. And that was just a bit of a byproduct of it. And that's cool. Good job. You can just take two weeks to get back to some level of consistency, to get back to your normal routine or to carry on with your normal routine and lose that fat. It's not that hard. It won't take you that long. It won't. 
So if worse comes to worse, when it comes to fat loss, you did gain a kilo or two of fat, sound, amazing, cool. As long as you enjoyed yourself, that's what matters. If you gained fat and you didn't even enjoy yourself because you spent the whole time feeling super guilty about it, about everything that you were eating, and you were miserable the whole time, that's not good. We don't want that. So whether you gain fat or lose fat or maintain or whatever, remove that judgment, remove that guilt, remove that sassiness from it, and just allow yourself to just live your life the way you want it. I know it's easier said than done, but it is, it's, it's, it's worth doing, 100%. Okay, so I've just looked at all the other questions, and it is literally like, <laughs> it's just basically the same thing. How to deal with holiday weight gain. Thing with holiday weight gain, like I said, is that it's most likely to be food volume, water retention, bloating, stuff like that. The likelihood of it being fat is so minuscule, and even if it is, cool. Good job. Got the rest of the year next year to just keep working towards your goals. But the best thing you can do is maybe for a couple of days after Christmas, just don't hop on the scales. Don't do it. Because you know things are going to be at play that aren't necessarily, you know, super ideal. They're going to make you maybe feel like crap. Like my girls are all in a position where they know that if they gain some weight on the scales, they know that the likelihood of it being fat is so small that it doesn't affect them anymore. They don't hop on the scales and get upset with the number that they see. Because they know the drill with scale weight. But if you're not at that point yet, and you don't understand the fluctuations, and you take them to heart quite regularly, then just stay away from them for a few days. I've given most of my clients the week off of weighing, just because it can really mess with your head, even if you've overcome them. Even sometimes I'll hop on the scales and I'll be like, rude. But I'll be like, rude, and then not change my behaviours because of it. Whereas a lot of us, if you've still got that hang up on the scales and your relationship with the scales isn't super fabulous, when you hop on the scales, you see the numbers gone up, guess what you do? You either over-restrict, try and cut out all those foods that you love again, over-exercise, over-train, whatever, feel guilty, beat yourself up, or you go the other way and you go, well, what's the point? What's the point in dieting anymore? I'm obviously not very good at it, so I'm just going to throw the towel in and overconsume even more. And then the likelihood of that being fat after that point is much higher because you're consistently overeating. And it's what you do consistently that matters, not what you do on occasion. Christmas is an occasion. So ho, 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 bitch. Do you know what I mean? Go and enjoy it. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a lot that was like, I'm struggling with Christmas food, girl. So bad. Please make it stop. Um, so all of these are like, just very, very similar um, to what I've already spoken about. But there are a couple about finding the balance between enjoying yourself and keeping your goals in mind. And I think that that's really important, uh, a really important kind of thing to note as well is that you can do both if you want to. We have this all or nothing mindset, like I said, around Christmas, where it's either you go in ham, you eat everything in sight, you know, you feel guilty for it, and then you have to start fresh, or you go the other way and you just don't have any of that fun stuff because you're too scared that you're going to gain weight so you have a miserable time either way it leads to a miserable time or it leads to a miserable outcome the best thing that you can do i mean you can do any do you know what i mean so it's not necessarily the best but the ideal place to be is somewhere in the middle you know keep your goals in mind do you if you have a fat loss goal you're really dedicated to it 
like for example right i'm doing a photo shoot next month and so for me i really want to turn up at that shoot feeling my best self and i know that if i spend christmas the way that i spent every other christmas before maybe a couple of years ago then i wouldn't feel great i wouldn't because i'd have spent the right off december would have been a write-off hot like the whole of december would have just been constantly eating and eating and eating because it's christmas and i used it as an excuse now i'm sound with people having celebrations and me not having one i might have one might have two but i probably won't because i just don't really feel like it if i feel like it i'll have one but i've got goals that i want to hit and i'll fit those into my day do you know what i mean a couple of like what is it like three three celebrations is around 200 odd calories don't quote me on it but it's around that sort of ballpark figure I can fit that into my day easily and i'm on lower calories than you unless you're on a stupid 1000 calorie diet in which case up your calories hon but i guarantee i'm probably on lower calories than most of you here that are listening to me because i'm going quite aggressive but on christmas a couple of days between christmas and new year i let my calories i'll have more food to play with i'll obviously have untracked days i'm not gonna track christmas are you joking if you're tracking christmas suck it off mate Delete my fitness pal for a day. Also, side note. <laughs> how many side notes have I had in here? Bonus prize. You can count how many side notes I've had so far, but I can't remember the side note. Oh yeah. <laughs> NutriCheck is actually really brilliant. So if you are using my fitness pal and you want a little sass up, if you want a little change up, if you want a little bit of, you know, new cheeky burst of motivation, try NutriCheck. I think it's fabulous. And I've recommended it to all my clients. So if you're trying to find that balance between enjoying yourself and still working towards your goals, it's really important to remember that A, you can do both and it is possible and you don't have to be one camp or the other. You can have a little bit of a sliding scale with it. You can be somewhere in the middle. And to do that, all it takes is doing the things you do consistently. You know, all the things that you know are gonna make you feel good, all the things that make you feel healthy and happy and fueled and nourished you can do that you can still do that i'm going for a walk right now hence why i'm very choppy i feel like i'm like stopping a lot but it's because i'm thinking on the go I'm not freaking at multitasking but you can still go for your walks just because it's christmas doesn't mean you don't do the things that you know make you feel good and that are you know taking you closer to your goal you can go for walks you can still drink a lot of water you can still eat some really nutritious foods. You can still make your sassy meals. You can still have a really high protein breakfast and lunch. You can still go to the gym. I went to the gym today, Christmas Eve. God, three years ago, if you'd have told me that I was going to go to the gym on Christmas Eve, I'd have been like, lol. I don't know who you're talking about, but it ain't me. But I went to the gym. Not because I wanted to punish myself. Not because... I needed to compensate, not because I was like, oh my God, panicking about the fact that I'm, I don't know, going to eat loads of food at Christmas. Just because I know that the gym's gonna make me feel good. And I really wanna go because you gotta need to boot the games, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm out for this walk right now because I set myself a goal to do 10,000, 11,000, 12,000 steps a day. And I wanna do it, I wanna prove to myself that I can do it. I took that from M, one of my old clients who, Last year, around Christmas, she said, right, New Year's resolution, I'm going to do 10,000 steps every single day for a whole year. I was like, lol, bitch, no. 
No, you ain't. That's crazy. You joking? What if you're hungover? <laughs> what if you break your ankle? Like, don't be so like rigid. Guess what? She did it. Spent the whole year, 10,000 steps every single day without fail. And it's got to like, I don't know, two weeks ago. And I was just like, do you know what? If she can do it, I can. We can all do it. Like, I took that inspiration. I was like, bitch, I'm going to do it too. So here I am being the step queen. I haven't committed to that because I know that for me it's really unrealistic. Because there are some days where I get 2,000. But for the last two weeks, I've done like 12, 13, 14,000 steps a day. Like, who, who do I think I am? Yesterday and the day before, maybe did seven or eight. That is still triple what I was getting before. So I didn't beat myself up that I didn't get the 10 or the 11 or the 12. But I pat myself on the back that I still did more than what I would have done if I'd have just told myself I'm a failure and gave up. So it's all about just moving that needle. It's not about like being perfect or trying to be hashtag health or trying to be 100% on it. It's just about moving the needle, doing the things that are going to make you feel good and moving yourself in the direction that you want to go in, even when things aren't ideal, even when it's Christmas, even when your family's over and they're, I don't know, like they've bought all the food around. You can have some of it. You can have all of it. But you've got to make that decision for yourself. And like kind of weigh it up. And not like the cost and the benefit. Because it's not so much about that. But just more like, will this make you feel good? Great. I'm going to have it then. Do I even want it? Great. I'm going to have it then. Like make that decision. Own it. Take responsibility for it. Don't add the shame. Don't add the guilt. Don't add the judgment. That's the gig. That's what I want you to do. With every decision you make in life. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. But I hope you have the most wonderful Christmas. I feel like I should do some sort of merry, festive little pep talk. But I'm not really in a bit, I'm, I feel like I'm in a bit of a ranty mood today. I feel like this has been quite aggressive of a podcast. But I'm really super grateful for every single person who listens and shares and tags me on their stories, like, you mean the world to me, I just want to thank you so much for just showing up and sharing my stuff, and just supporting me with everything, you know, with my podcast, my Instagram, with everything that I do, like, you're why I do it, do you know what I mean, I'm not going to get sloppy, because, bitch, I'm in a rant, do you know what I mean, I'm not in a, (laughs) I'm not in a, like, mushy mood, but I'll probably do an end of year wrap up, I have got an episode coming over the next couple of days with some of the lessons that I've learned from 2021 and I feel like it's such a cringy episode and I imagine everybody will do one but I wanted to share some of the most fabulous kind of lessons that I learned that I think we could all learn from some pieces of advice I guess and so yeah keep your eyes peeled for that but yeah thank you so much for just showing up and sharing and being amazing you genuinely are amazing so yeah thank you so much keep being a queen Please, 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 just go and enjoy Christmas. We deserve a freaking fabulous Christmas. You deserve to make memories with your family and friends. You deserve to eat whatever the hell you want, whether it's the Brussels sprout or the pig and blanket or whatever it is. Eat it, enjoy it, own it, and have a fabulous time. That's what it's all about, especially this year, above all, all years. On a side note, I know that I told you that Thrive spaces for the new year were sold out. But I have actually tweaked things a little bit to be able to open some more spaces. And I'm so excited about it because I know so many of you missed out. 
So if you are interested, I will leave the link to Thrive in the show notes below. It is an eight-week fat loss, body confidence, all-round feel phenomenal about yourself program. You are going to love it. Like when I say love it, I mean love it. Like if you love this podcast, think of it as exclusive podcast, exclusive content, exclusive access to me, exclusive support for your fat loss, confidence, happiness, wellness, self-worth every single thing that you're struggling with right now we're covering like guarantee it if these podcasts resonate with you and they make you feel good and they lift you up and they give you the tools and the knowledge and the confidence to go after your goals you need thrive like I, i when i say thrive is for you thrive is for you and i can't wait i can't freaking wait it's eight weeks starting on the 17th of january going to be the best thing you've ever done in your entire life hands down guarantee it and if you want to join in you've got until the start of jan to sign up so i'm going to put the link in the show notes below but i'll be honest there's only 20 spaces five have already gone they will sell out before january so i would get on it now i wouldn't wait i will probably remind you again in a few days time on my next podcast episode but just go and have a cheeky stalk, save the link for after Christmas. Do you know what I mean? You've got bigger fish to fry right now, so you do you, boo. But I will let you crack on with your life. Go and have the best Christmas ever. Go and have the most fabulous couple of days. Feel free to drop me a DM if you're struggling with anything at all. I'm here. I got you, gal. I hope you're fabulous. Go and have a good week. And I'll chat to you soon, queen.